RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today is Wednesday, November 11th, 2020, and this is your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. On today's show, The Orville is set to resume production, Brent Spiner sings again in short film Brentwood, and I'm taking you back in time for a little Star Trek history. I'm Allison Pitt, and today's show is supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. There's some great news today for fans of the Orville. According to a report from trekmovie.com, the popular Trek-alike series will soon be getting back into production for its third season. They failed to cite a source for their information, but Orville producer Tom Costantino retweeted their post for the article on Twitter, which is as good an endorsement as you'll get. Filming on the Orville stopped back in March due to the COVID-19 pandemic, but it's now expected to resume sometime after the Thanksgiving holiday here in the United States. Filming will continue on the Fox lot with location shooting in California throughout December, then it'll be a short break for the holidays and resuming in January. TrekMovie.com cited executive producer and Star Trek alum Brennan Braga, who said back in October, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find anyone on the show that isn't eager to get back to work, as long as it's safe. The shot delay is simply COVID, but it's also taking longer to film because it's so much more ambitious even in its scope, in comparison to the first two seasons. Part of that delay as well is because the 11 episodes in the show's third season will have a longer runtime than those in the first two seasons. The option to extend the length of each episode is a result of moving the show's broadcast from the Fox network to the Hulu streaming platform. In order to keep everyone safe, the production of season three will adhere to rigorous safety protocols and is expected to take up to six months to complete, with the Orville creator Seth MacFarlane and executive producer John Kasser sharing directing duties. While there isn't yet a firm release date, Season 3 is likely to debut on Hulu sometime in 2021. Up next, back to actual Star Trek news, and Brent Spiner is back with a new musical number. It's got swearing, it's got drama, and it's got a big fat feud with LeVar Burton. It's wonderful. Earlier this year, Spiner posted a video on Twitter, a musical number where he sang and danced around his house, proclaiming, they want me back. At the time, it was edited into a fake Zoom interview and captioned, I need to learn how to use Zoom. But now it's part of a short film with a similar theme called Brentwood. Spiner posted a link to the short film on Monday. On Twitter, he said, here's a little thing we did. You've seen the first number. There's another at the end. Enjoy. Originally filmed in 2018 in Brentwood, Spiner plays himself, or rather a parody of himself, all bad attitude and arrogance. In the beginning, he's all but retreated from public life and committed to teaching instead. But when he's asked to appear at an awards show with his old Star Trek co-stars, and he finds out that his old nemesis, LeVar Burton, is doing it, he accepts reluctantly. The rest of the 12-minute film after the opening musical number, the They Want Me Back song from earlier this year, we follow Spiner as he attends the award show and tries to fit in with the crowd that's moved on since the last time he was in Hollywood. As his rivalry with Burton flares up, 
there's great comedic action, a bit of slapstick comedy, and even a hallucination-slash-dream sequence after Burton stabs him with an EpiPen, which you have to see to believe. <laughs> the short film ends with another charming musical number as Spiner attempts to sell all the free a-crap he's accumulated as gifts over the years. Along with Spiner, Brent Wood stars Frasier actor Perry Gilpin as Spiner's wife, and LeVar Burton as himself, along with a cameo from comedian Doug Benson, also playing himself. The cast combines well with direction by Sharon Everett and a script by Karen Anderson, Jeff Cosgrove, and Everett. The short film was originally published in 2018 as what IMDb calls a TV comedy pilot, and it was awarded the Best Short Film Award at the Independent Filmmaker Showcase in 2019. Now, if you'd like to watch Brentwood for yourself, it's now being shown on YouTube on the Amuleto channel, the home of award-winning short films. You can also head to youtube.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News, where you'll find it on our Newsworthy Videos playlist. Now, in just a moment, I'll be taking you back in time to find out what happened this week in Star Trek history. But first, a quick word from me. This show is supported by people like you through Patreon. From just $1 a month, you can support us too. Just head to patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News to find out more. And even if you can't support us financially, there are other ways that you can help us out. Make a purchase through one of our affiliates on dailystartreknews.com. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News or simply read the articles on our website and share them with your social network. All these things help us keep going, and they don't cost you a thing. Thank you for listening, and thank you for supporting this show. And now, a look back into Star Trek history. It was today, November 11th, back in 1986, that Roger C. Carmel, the actor who played Harry Mudd in the original series and the animated series, passed away due to a heart attack. He was just 54 years old. Carmel played Harry Mudd in a total of three Star Trek episodes, but outside of Star Trek, his resume was extensive. His IMDb page boasts 83 acting credits between 1958 and 1987. He appeared on shows such as The Dick Van Dyke Show and The Mothers-in-Law, as well as the live-action Batman series with Adam West. In later life, he found success as a voice actor in animated series such as The Transformers and Disney's Adventures of the Gummy Bears. He was also occasionally the voice of Smokey Bear, the mascot for the U.S. Forest Service's long-running wildfire prevention campaign. Tune in again next Wednesday for more Star Trek history. I've got just one last thing before I go. If you just can't wait for the next episode of Star Trek Discovery, which comes out tomorrow, then you can tide yourself over with a bunch of new images and a new trailer from CBS All Access. Head to DailyStarTrekNews.com and have a look for yourself. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the other great shows on the network at podcasts.roddenberry.com. Daily Star Trek News is produced by me, Allison Pitt with selected stories by Chris Peterson. We're supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out how you can add your support at patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. Sign up for the Daily Star Trek newsletter at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. 
Get all the day's Star Trek news delivered straight to your inbox every weekday morning. And if email's not your thing, then don't forget to follow Daily Star Trek News on social media. We're at Daily Trek News on Twitter and Instagram. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know and the weekend's Star Trek events. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network.